Welcome to Friday Lions. I'm your host, Scoot. I've kicked OB to the curb. I tell you what, anytime there's controversy in AFL, he takes a week off. Is the bloke legit? We're not sure. But I'm back. I should be back. I might take over the show again. It's good to be back. I'm absolutely fizzing. It's Friday. I've got a big uh, long lunch. I'm due one too. But uh, tell you what, the king of long lunches, uh, the man about town, A-lister, he never sleeps, this bloke either. MG, welcome. Hey, Scooty. Good to have you back. Geez, uh, top rope and I. We don't know which cap- captain we're playing under uh, every Friday line. Seems to be a different lineup. We can't get the settled lineup in. You're back in. You pushed OB out. He didn't want to come and answer the tough questions today. The AFL, to fair to say, Scooty's in a bit of chaos this week. I'll tell you what, the biggest layup ever is Thursday night football and uh, my man Nico Hines and the Cronulla Sharks got the job done. Top rope, you identified these guys as one of the big movers in the offseason. They're okay against the Storm, but wow, they were were tantalising last night. AFL didn't even have a game on and bang, in steps rugby league. Oh, wow. You know, it won't be the first time you say that, Scoot. It won't be the last time you say that. When you watch the great Seal Sivitalikai, a 120-kilo beast with the uh, with the feet of a ballerina running right, running right down that left side, you think, what other sport could there possibly be in the world for me? I, 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 you say OB's born into hiding. I say OB's born into preparing his resume. You know, a little, little, little whisper around, he's, 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 he's going for the big gun. He's, uh, he's seen Gil. He goes, you know what? I'm going to try and I'm going to try my absolute best to find a rearguard action, not let uh, PBL take over the AFL. And uh, like to you know, PBL takes whatever PBL wants. I'll tell you what, there could be a bit of truth to that because OB early in the week he did say this uh, descent rule's gone too far, and I think he might have lost might have lost his job if he uh, had have tuned into the discussion that we're going to have about it today. But uh, I'm saying I think you're right, uh, top rope. I'm nearly. Uh, joining the dark side of rugby league. It's nearly the number one uh, spot on the remote and the TV at my place. But uh, MG, let's talk about this descent rule. The game's on a knife edge, in my opinion. This is probably the biggest controversy and the biggest problem the game's ever seen since, the, I guess, the inclusion of the expansion teams. It was so dull and so lifeless when the Gold Coast Suns were on boarded, the GWS Giants were on boarded. Uh, and we just went through years of absolute torture and uncompetitive football. The game at the moment is in a crisis point. I think Melbourne Demons have got a stranglehold on the competition. It seems to be uh, the length of the Flemington straight to second, in my opinion. And now the, uh, the you can't talk back to the umpires. You can't flap your arms around. The fans hate it. They're absolutely full of it. The players hate it. The ex-players and even the mouthpieces of the AFL and all those uh, magazine-style shows, Nick Rewalt sinking the boots in. Eddie wants to now pay umpires 300000 a year. He's coming up with all these different rule changes. It is in crisis point. Yeah, I'm not sure where we go from it. Even even your mate Robbo, who never goes hardly against the AFL, he's uh, he's just shaking his head on his show as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't understand how they keep going down the path of saying that uh, they've got the best interest of the game uh, which obviously is the fans are a big part of. It's hard hard pressed to find too many fans, Scooty, isn't it, that uh, appreciate what we're going through at the moment. And if they're doing it for the benefit of uh, trying to encourage people at the lower levels, especially to get more umpires, they keep rolling out this figure that they're six thousand short umpires around the country. Blah blah blah. They're not helping themselves because I, I, I can't imagine anyone's trying to sign up to be an umpire now, especially at the uh, 
at the at the local level that would be uh, having to dish out these rules. Ma- ma- imagine the discussions on the sidelines, Scooty, going down to your local footy club and someone raises a hand above his waist and all of a sudden it's 50 metres and a goal. It's just it's ridiculous. I can't fathom it. Uh, you know, it's easy fodder, unfortunately, for top rope at the moment to uh, kick the boots into the AFL. Um, you know, they had some strange rules last year that opened up the channels of scoring. The, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know where they're heading. Heading with this, um, it's a bad look for the game. And uh, you know, it, and I think Gill's got to Gill's got to actually step in and, and change the here, change the uh, the storyline here because because Chris Chris Scott hasn't got a handle on it for what for the uh, Brad Scott for sorry for the uh, the pathway he's going down. This this is not working, and they've just got to put their hand up and uh, and really uh, bring it bring it all back. Mm, I agree with the grassroots uh, angle there. Like, if uh, a descent ruling, a 50 metre, swung a game at country level, like some of the people out at grassroots level, the umpire would barely leave the car park alive. These people are so unpredictable. And if you have a look online at, you know, Seven Footy and all these different forums, and it's not just it's not just one Facebook page. It's everyone that you see. There is literally thousands of comments. The pages are swamped with fans just absolutely up in arms about this. And it's it's crazy. If you have a look, at, we'll put a graphic up on the screen now, and the AFL have got that problem. They, they, as they say that they're 6,000 umpires short. So we've had the women's footy, and so now all of a sudden that's rolling out. There's a massive shortage because we've got nearly double the amount of matches all of a sudden. And then I guess you look at the salaries and the money on offer, 50 to 90 dollars for under 10s to 18s, 130 to 150 for a senior umpire. That seems really light for um, the abuse and the uh, time for a match to roll out over a couple of hours. And then the AFL umpire, 150k. Eddie wants it up to 300,000 for an AFL umpire, and he's sort of saying that uh, there should be, I guess, squads of umpires that do maybe multiple games uh, per week. But um, I think Brendan Goddard. There's been a lot of players that have been championing the fact that uh, the AFL level umpires need to get more professional and need to attract more pass players into it. But at 150K, no pass player would even bother getting out of bed for that sort of money. And I think pass players would be would have the thicker skin and have the respect of players. And there's, there's seriously a, a simple solution to um, to increase that, uh, that pay rate. And then naturally, the lower the grades are, It'll um it'll top up the quality too because more people will see like a secondary pathway there, and you'll see more ex players not just at AFL level but at Ovens and Murray level and all the local competitions at QAFL. They'll be all striving for that three hundred thousand dollar job or two hundred grand or two hundred fifty k job. But I think if uh, if you're hovering around that sort of hundred and fifty k mark for a senior AFL umpire, there's your problem. Like, let's not be nicer to the umpire. Put some money uh, up for grabs and make it a you know a desirable occupation. The dissent part doesn't come from uh, you know the umpires necessarily making mistakes and stuff like that. The, uh, sorry, the, the the dissent's coming from the umpires. The game's too hard to umpire, and the frustration's there from not only the fans but the players on the ground. The players can change really quickly, but they're not going to they're not going to naturally change to not react to bad decisions. And then, unfortunately, now the umpires are being instructed by the AFL to double down when they make an error and a player reacts to it. Then they want to give a 50-meter penalty and, in certain parts of the ground, a guaranteed goal. So, And that just makes both the players and the fans. And, you know, I, I think um, I saw Pendlebury yesterday on TV, and he obviously was marched out by either his club or the AFL to say, 
you know, that all the players understand what's going on and, you know, there, there wasn't that many 50s given away on the weekend. Did he watch any of the other games? The, uh, Scooty, there was, you know, what, what was it, 10, 15, 50 metres given away. The amount of players that don't know what's going on, they're all looking to the scoreboard now at the AFL level. And for the AFL to say most of these decisions are right, that's not true either. Where's an open forum where they actually, you know, if the AFL was actually right, why don't they put up all these decisions and actually do almost like a video or a live cross or whatever they want to do and actually go through and and say why these decisions are right? They just summarize them and say, well, you know, we had a good weekend. Most of the decisions were right. There was one or two that weren't. That's not true. If, you know, I mean, we watch enough football and we watch the replays during the week. Uh, and in in isolation, most of the decisions are wrong. And that's why the players are reacting. And now they're getting double punished and now it's affecting the score and games. And if this goes on and costs someone a final or the chance of playing a grand final and or a grand final, uh, you know, it's a, I think it's a disgrace on the game. Top rope. Yeah, three things here. Uh, two words for you uh, for all those calling for ex-players uh, to come and officiate. Henry Perinara. Uh He was the worst referee the NRL has ever seen. following <laughs> on a pretty uh, ordinary career. So good luck with Angle. Um, anyone who believes in AFL maths and the need for 6,000 umpires believes in uh, believes in fairies in the Easter Bunny because uh, we all know how many uh, players play AFL in Western Sydney, uh, most of whom have never heard of it because they've got some compulsory uh, uh, school uh, number there. So I'll, I'll be a bit dubious of that number. Um, and I'll tell you a little story. One, one year I played in a mixed netball competition and I got... Uh, <laughs> I got Sinbin for, uh, quote-unquote, not addressing the line. Um, now, admittedly, I told the umpire to fuck off after that and then was sent off. Probably <laughs> the ladder was fair. But the not addressing the line, this sounds exactly like where the AFL said is right now. Dangerous, dangerous ground. I'd agree. It, uh, it seems really petty at the moment. And I think the AFL over the past couple of years have thrown so much paint on the wall to see what sticks, all these new tinkering with the rules. It's so complicated. It's so hard. And the new paint that's stuck to the wall, it absolutely stinks. And I think fans are just full to the brim of the garbage. And the crowds are down at the moment. And I think uh, people will continue to vote with their feet and not turn up. And Gil McLaughlin's got a real big opportunity here. He can uh, backtrack like uh, they didn't during the week with Brad Scott. I was surprised that they doubled down. But uh, Gil's legacy, it can either be leave the game in uh, this shocking descent uh, saga, or he can he can peel it back and try and save the game. But um, I'll tell you what, if, if this is uh, the hill that Gill's going to die on, it's, um, it's embarrassing. And as a past Uni Blues player, I know he's better than that. Yeah, fair whack. Uh, it's true, Scooty, 100%. It'll be interesting to see how it goes this week and also uh, going forward. They've just got to uh, put their hand up, say they've gone down the wrong path, hasn't worked, peel it back and uh, get back to proper football. You know, why do we want robots playing the game, Scoot? They keep saying that they want more from the players and everything like that. The the, the television rights, which are a massive part of the game, they want personalities. They you know they want a bit of theatre, and and part of that's with the crowd uh, interacting with the players and the umpires. And, and I just don't think this helps the game. Exactly, like like or love what sort of Jason Ackermanis said or did, and Mark Jacko Jackson, Warwick Kappa, all these like great names and colourful characters, and Dermy and all those sort of players, like that's that's what the fans need. And I tell you what, the game is as dry and as bland with these rolling zones as ever before. So any wonder I've started to uh, change the remote and uh, toggle over to the NRL, not just on uh, Thursday nights where there's a blank spot. But um, top rope, let's get on a positive note here. And 
I guess uh, the game last night, Cronulla, they're um, they just keep improving. And as you said, the 120 kilo beast. I tell you what, he doesn't look like a uh, a player or a winger, but wow, he uh, he can move the big man. Yeah, he was apparently a gun little athletics uh, uh, athlete back in the day. So uh, it took me a while trying to get into first grade, but uh, actually grew up a sound, got pushed into the fours and was back out of the sounds, uh, flying. You know, it's very, very rare you see a centre hooked at half time, but that's what we saw with uh, Morgan Harper, the uh, um, the curly haired Lothario, uh, who did a lot of uh, grabbing at thin air on um, on Thursday night. He was he was hooked. So uh, yeah, Sharks were very, very impressive. Like what I liked about what they did, they were just relentless. And the fact of weakness, they kept going down the edge. I think you're pretty disappointed that same half, but. You know, it's hard to kind of keep that momentum up when you're, you're, you're kind of that far ahead. So uh, they did with that uh, Dale Finnegan as well, the, the great purchase. Nico Hines was, was, was outstanding, as was uh, uh, Will Kennedy. So uh, Sharks just kept him wrong. Mm, and a uh, little birdie tells me that uh, Madge might have uh, let Talakai go. So he just seems a perfect fit for the West Tigers, old Madge. They've let everyone out the door. <laughs> and here's some of his legacy just um, wreaking havoc. He is a worse uh, judge of talent than Henry Perry and I was referring to. That's a, a bad judge he is. Some of the, some of the rot that he, he's in left of his clubs. But, uh, yeah, look, they got a win last week in the scoot, so the pressure's been alleviated for just a week or two on, on old match. And uh, COVID uh, has hit your Bulldogs, which is, uh, they haven't really got anything to sort of cough up there, and now they're in absolute all sorts. Convenient excuse. For Trent to uh, give himself another couple of weeks. Absolute. We've got no depth anyway. We've got no starters. I don't really understand what the whole purpose of all, all, all this is. Like, oh, I'll give the bloke a chance. He's team had COVID. Well, the last time the ball was had COVID, we lost 66 we nothing. So uh, let's see how we go this week. We've, uh, we've, we've, we've barely fired a shot. With, uh, we've spent about $8 million in talents uh, on the offseason. So anyway, let's give Trent another week or two. He deserves it. I think you guys might try and play with COVID. I think it might improve you if you actually played with the flu. The good thing is they could not go any worse. They could not go any worse. It's embarrassing. All right, let's have a uh, let's get kickstart into Friday lines and uh, all the prices. Uh, Top Sport, obviously, big uh, sponsor of the show, and uh, they've been in the game for about thirty-five years. They're uh, crazy enough to take on take us on in our federal election uh, betting syndicate that uh, Top Rope was steering also. So make sure you check that out on littlebirdie.tv, and uh, they are mad. So other bookies are betting dollar uh, stakes, $3 stakes, but uh, Top Sport will definitely open the shoulders for the uh, federal election market. So can't wait to see this. This is a real highlight, uh, GWS Giants versus the Saners down at Canberra. It'll be absolutely freezing down there, $1.74 the Saints. 210 the Giants, three and a half the line here, and the totals 158 and a half. Tell you what, uh, MG, that's uh, the three and a half the Saints. I think they're uh, going along very nicely, and that looks a bit too cheap for me, the minus. I'd be all over the three and a half of the Saints. How do you see it? Yeah, the Toby Green factor has uh, held up this price for you, Scooty. So if you think that the Saints can uh, handle Toby Green, obviously he's uh, probably clearly their best player, um, and they. Yeah, you know, obviously his teammates show that they, they walk taller with him around. They've missed him for the first five rounds and he's back. In what condition? He's a natural athlete, but he's got to be a little underdone. But uh, obviously playing, he'll probably play most all, all forward, I would say. 
Um, so that's what's held up the price, Scoot. Otherwise, you know, St Kilda would be uh, a pretty good bet this week. Uh, they're four and one. They're, as you said, they're going really well, and the Giants have only won one game for the year. But uh, yeah, just having the Toby Green back to back is going to uh, hold many people up launching into the Saints this week. But yeah, on pure form, the Saints minus three and a half. Uh, Seems cheap, but uh, yeah, powder dry for the line on this. I I actually like the total in this scooty. I think uh, one fifty eight and a half. We can uh, we can inv- uh, invest in the over here, and uh, they'll give a good sight. Beautiful. All right, I might take the uh, the Michael Dublay there and take the minus three and a half into the over one fifty eight, just because I'm a greedy little piglet. And uh, Tristan's got uh, dangling a carrot out here in the Broncos and Canterbury Bulldogs game here. Dollar twenty nine the Broncos. I'm tipping that will be in a lot of multis, the heads-up price. And then, oh, it's an agonizing line here. The uh, the minus 10 at 195, there's been a little bit of a tickle for the plus there into 185. And then the total's 39 and a half with a bit of money for the over there. What's the safest way to uh, play the line or the total here, Top Right? Uh, safest way to play is to go on a nice date night with the wife and uh, tip out a drive for a big uh, big round of two up on Monday. So we're pushing forward to back at that. Uh, dreadful game. Dreadful game to be a one-out game. Uh, you're absolutely mad as a cut snake if you're taking the Broncos minus, minus 10 and a half, I think, more I think about it. Like, I, I'd, I'd you know, be loath to, back, loath to jump onto to, to Canterbury in such a short play. Either, but, um, yeah, oh, I, can't, I can't have the Broncos laying 10 and a half points. Uh, I'm also having a bet here. Uh, the under, small, but, yeah, keep the powder dry for... for Bigger and better uh, punting opportunities over the weekend. It's funny the uh, the two up one. It's not really a big thing in Melbourne, but um, if there is an event on two up, I'm tipping MG will find it. He's found the poker. He's found Josh Giddy. He's found everything. I'm surprised he's uh, sleeping at the moment. But uh, where do you go for uh, your two up top rope? And what do you take thousand to kick? And have you had any good <laughs> returns? It, it's a it's an absolutely zero surprise that Melbourne is uh, light on the two up. <laughs> down there trying to find a game. Oh, it was unbelievable how difficult it was. Uh, I'll head down to uh, one of the 10 or 12 pubs around here that will be uh, hosting a game. I haven't had one since I moved back to Orange. So, um, well, I've had, I, I'll tell you what, I, I did have a good year, 2015, 2016. Uh, <laughs> we were going out for dinner with the in-laws. I left home at uh, maybe one. Dinner was seven. I have rocked up off my face. I'm able to drink anything other than... Uh, 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 some water, a little bit of wine, and then proceeded to pay for what turned out to be a very expensive meal in fives, tens, and twenties for a big fat one. As as the trying to do it discreetly, as both the waitress and the in-laws were just laughing hysterically. This drunk idiot thinking he was being sneaky. Ah, uh, too good. I, I think I'm going to uh, dabble in it uh, up at the Goldie. I'm sure in Queensland it'd be a much bigger thing, and I think it's just the RSL and Surf Club vibe. It's just more likely to be on the local bowls club, I think, will also have it on. So I'm going to dabble in it. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm punting so poorly on, uh, on the horses. I may as well uh, try something different. All right, sa- Saturday afternoon at uh, 1.45 is the next game we're going to have a look at out at Ballarat. Couldn't think of anything worse. It'll be freezing out there as well. Western Bulldogs are $1.30. The Adelaide Crows are three sixty. Again, the Doggies will be in so many multis here. The line, 20.5. Interesting, uh, the Ballarat games. Wind is a really, really big factor. It is a low, windy joint. And any time that my kids play up, I say you go on a boarding school in Ballarat, and I'll tell you what, whips them into shape quicker than you can say. Billy O, 169.5 the total. MG, weather, and uh, how do we play uh, this little Ballarat encounter? 
Yeah, the, you're right, Scoot. The, the wind is the key factor uh, for betting both, uh, well, any part of this game. Uh, big out for the Bulldogs from the teams. Uh, of it, well, English definitely is the big out coming out. He's been uh, probably second or third most informed player, so he's a big loss in the ruck. Steph Martin will come in to replace him, uh, but he, he's definitely a loss for him, so that's a reason why the Lions come back from twenty open 25 back to 20 for that reason alone. Obviously, Lockie Hunter's taking personal time. There's a few things that aren't right at the Bulldogs, I think, at the moment. They're, uh, you know, they've got a couple of wins on the board. They're only two and three. But uh, going back to Ballarat Mar- at Mars Stadium there, they uh, they play. I mean, obviously, when you go there, they, they have a massive advantage. Adelaide are going to have no favours going there. So I think uh, even though English is out, I still think uh, Bulldogs at the minus 20 and a half. But I think you can probably wait closer to the match day. Obviously, check the weather as uh, the wind. The weather's going to be fine, but the wind will be uh, something to take into account. There's uh, some little angles there, Scooty, that don't mind giving out. Especially the bookies are always uh, slow to uh, slow to move on some of these. It's a good good angle at this ground to bet the the quarter lines. Uh, if there is a wind after after the toss, you always get a few sleeping bookies. So. If you're uh, watching this game and you see the toss and you see who kicks uh, attack the uh, the second and fourth quarters are generally the way to go. A little tip there for you, but uh, I'm still going to side with the Bulldogs. I just think it's too good a home, uh, too big a home ground advantage, and their last couple of wins there have been very solid. So I think twenty and a half, and I'm just going to keep. I think this will be an overs game, but you just want to see how the wind's going. So one sixty nine and a half, shade the over, but uh, I'm going to stick fat with the Bulldogs here. A uh, decent judge on Twitter suggested that they should put Marcus Bontempelli one out in the goal square for the next sort of six weeks and see what happens. He said one day they'll he'll kick eight goals. I actually don't mind that as a bit of a strategy from the Bulldogs. He's so hard to beat one-on-one, and he, he takes a great grab, and he's such an accurate kick on goal. Yeah, it's, it all depends how much you lose out of the midfield. Hunt, you know, they've already they've already lost Hunter out of this lineup, so I, I don't have an issue with starting the Bont there, and you just see how the midfield kind of shakes out, and then you can... Uh, Force him in like they do a lot of these power players now with Stringer from Essendon, um, Degowie from Collingwood. They do the same. So, yeah, I've got no no issues with starting there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. The Bulldogs coach is probably not going great at the moment. Now losing English in the ruck, they'll probably just uh, send four on balls into the ruck, I think, Scoot. they got big problems in the ruck, don't they? But um, it was a problem they had preseason, so it's weird that they didn't uh, trade themselves into a better scenario there. Let's have a look at uh, the 5.30 game in the Rugby League. Top rate will keep you nice and hot. North Queensland Cowboys, 180. My second team, the Gold Coast Titans, 205. And the line, one and a half. 41 and a half, the total. Nibble for the over. Uh, how are we going to uh, play this one? Tell me the Titans are going to win. Yeah, look, you, uh, you're already uh, hobnobbing with the uh, Gold Coast Titans elite these days. Uh, Scooty, you are... Uh... Uh, it's going to be a big, 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 big luncheon for you, and you'll get all the inside word, no doubt about that. But uh, I'll be playing the Titans with uh, some degree of confidence. I think that um, uh, the Cowboys uh, are a bit oversubscribed. I don't think we're, I think up pre season, I had them as the wooden spoons. I saw them one of the worst teams uh, going around despite some uh, half decent wins. I uh, the Titans have won their last three against the Cowboys by 20 plus. Really crunch game for Gold Coast. Real crunch game for them. So uh, maybe a little more on the line for Gold Coast. I'm going to be on the Titans. 210 and uh, one and a half line. It might be. Hopefully, we can get a two uh, somewhere there and get that number running for us. But uh, fingers crossed the Titans. And if I get any mail today at my lunch, 
I'll uh, I'll pass it on. I'll tweet it out and I'll put it in our Discord group. All right, uh, Sunday is the Q clash. It's uh, the Gold Coast Sunny Boys against the uh, the Brizzy Bears, the Lions. One thirty four, the Lions. Three thirty, the Suns, and the Lions eighteen and a half. One sixty five and a half is the total. There's a tiny little bit of uh, rain about. Uh, they can't really give away the tickets. You got. Uh, Four tickets and a car park for sixty-five dollars. So I've scooped them up, but I'm not going. They can. Uh, how weird is this? There's no there's no seat numbers on the tickets. So I've bought these tickets. They're in the GA, so it's do your best. So little tricky one. Uh, advertising to families and then trying to figure out how you go with that one. But um, MG uh, always a uh, they, they seem to rise to the occasion. The Suns in this uh, derby or this uh, grudge match between the two Queensland sides. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure where that stat comes from. They, they might rise for the occasion, but Brisbane have won the last six straight against them. They won 14 of uh, 14 of last 19 and covered a 13 of uh, 19 <laughs> as well. So, yeah, I'm not sure what replays you've been watching from a while ago. I'll tell you what it is, though. It's a, generally a high-scoring total, Scooty. Over the last 20-odd matches, they've averaged nearly 180 points. So they're, uh, they're not tight and contested, the two Queensland teams. When they go at it, they play a bit loose, uh, which will suit Brisbane. Uh, Gold Coast will need to try and lock this game down to compete with the Brisbane front six, which are uh, nearly the best in the game, I would have thought. I know Melbourne are going well, but geez, the Brisbane front six with uh, with my man Joey Danaher. I think he's equaling the Coleman at the moment. Uh, he's going nicely, starting to string them together. I think Brisbane are cheap in this scoot, minus 18 and a half. Um, I know it's at the Gold Coast. Uh, they won't have a home crowd, your boys, the Gold Coast, even though you're, <laughs> you're buying tickets and not going. That's the... That's how they seem to pump the numbers up there to get a crowd. But um, no, I think I think Brisbane are just chugging along too good here. They're clearly the second second best side in the comp for me. I think they'll do another number on Gold Coast and 18.5 looks light for me. And uh, at this stage, I think the total might be a shade low as well. There's been no movement in it, so no need to rush in. Uh, but 165.5 might, uh, might get me as well. But both teams pretty much at full strength. Uh, Brisbane for me, minus 18.5. Yeah, and uh, just looking at the weather forecast, it's four to eight mil on Saturday and then up to six mil on Sunday. But hopefully the rain can go away. It looks like uh, most of it's going to happen Saturday afternoon and then in the morning Sunday. But uh, we've only just stopped pairing up animals and uh, getting the boat ready up here. So tell you what, when it goes on, it it's like a bloody tap. It's like when you're trying to start the bath and then whoosh, just all comes out in a hurry. I've never seen anything like it, the rain up here, but... um. I'd be uh, I'd be wary. I think Gold Coast uh, Titans a uh, sorry Gold Coast Titans uh, Gold Coast Suns are a uh, a bit sharper operation. So I'm a little bit uh, less bullish about the 18 hour start. I think that uh, might look alright and uh, could be a bit of a greasy pill there pending that rain. Let's have a look at the next match in the rugby league. It's uh, Newcastle versus Parramatta Eels, and this is Sunday at two o'clock at McDonald Jones Stadium. And Parramatta, 137, yucky. They got rolled by the West Tigers last week, as Top Rope alluded to earlier. Uh, 3.15 the night, 7.5 the line, and 39.5 the total there. I tell you what, 137 Parramatta Eels. It's sort of like Port Adelaide power in the AFL. 126, you have to take the power to beat West Coast. I couldn't touch the 126 power, and I couldn't touch 137 Parramatta Eels. Top Rope? Yeah, not uh, not in love with the price for Eels here. A uh, bit of money early for the Knights. Uh, probably benefit from the Callum Hollis saga uh, coming to a, an end this week. He re-signed. Covered 9-14 at home. Eels really kind of back up a, a bad defensive showing. Yeah, they're covered with 5-13, often 7-13 plus. So uh, I'll be having something small on the Knights plus 7 All right, I think, uh, I think that's about uh, a wrap from us here. 
And uh, if you want to get any of these guys' action, uh, 22 bucks in the Little Birdie live shop. And uh, these guys can walk you through the uh, entire round's actions. But uh, been a cracking show. We're on a really tight schedule. MG, what's on tonight? Hobnobbing again? Uh, no, dinner then. Back to the office, Scoot. You got me on a tough schedule again. So there's plenty of plenty of footy to uh, watch. We've got a bit of racing. Uh, trying to have a light week before the bull in two weeks' time, Scooty. So uh, that's going to be a tough week. And speaking of two up, we, we, we play two up down to the bull. We get it going for about half an hour and there's 500 people in a circle. And uh be good if the boys in blue just let us go for an hour or two. They, uh, no need to step in. A bit of fun after uh, day one of the races on the Tuesday there, Scooty. There's uh, plenty of coins in the air. So just let us continue to bet. I'm surprised they pull you up. Like It's, it's sort of all in good fun there. And it's close enough to uh, Anzac Day. I think it's, uh, well, I guess it's just typical of Victoria. The police uh, ruin all the fun. But uh, Top Rope, good luck on uh, Monday. I hope you win a skinful. And I hope you just bring yourself back to dinner in um, some sort of state. Well, it's not just Monday, Scooty. Uh, because we've missed uh, two off the last three years, they were uh, allowing two off Sunday, Sunday and Monday. That's uh, talking about the differences between uh, Sydney and Melbourne, uh, New South Wales and Victoria. Three days of two up. I... Uh, I could be dead come Monday evening. Could be dead. <laughs> oh, we need you. If only they could bring back uh, Monday night footy in the league. I tell you what, I'd be fully across. All right, that's a uh, that's a wrap from us on Friday lines. Make sure you uh, follow us on YouTube. You can jump into our Discord channel, LittleBirdie.tv, if you want some of the federal election uh, punters club action. There, Top Rope's going to tear apart the uh, 151 seat markets and other specials. We'll probably leave the major market alone. And uh, it's going to be great action there. We've also got the uh, the Bull Punters Club coming up. So that'll open on Sunday, this Sunday for registration there. So there'll be punters clubs thick and fast. And uh, nearly every week there'll be a, a different punters club that you can get a part of. And uh, one day when the uh, the boys have found a uh, round that they really are horned up about the AFL, the NRL, we'll open up uh, a little uh, weekend comp for uh, one or both. Or uh, we'll start to flare up a bit with our punters club. So more action there. All right, that's a wrap from us. And uh, tune in to Monday's review show with uh, the fabulous Nikki and the boys who go through all the results from the weekend. Good luck on the punch.